Hello, everyone. In this podcast, I present to you a young sophomore that holds a more religious aspect in terms of her spiritual guidance. She is a person who has grown up in a religious household and at an even younger age witnessed the cruelty the world can be capable of. However, this does not stop the young woman from living life. It taught her lessons that matured her outlook and perspective on societal interaction and most importantly taught her how to cherish nature and manifest peace. Her name is Amaya Thornton, and this is her spiritual journey. Going on this spiritual journey, mm-hmm. how has that impacted your friends? Like who you call your friends? Yeah. How has that impacted your relationship with, with uh, family members? Mm-hmm. I'm fiercely dedicated to everyone that I'm connected with. I've learned through my religion to love selflessly and shamelessly, right? That is what I'm built for, right? I use whatever pain and experience I have, and I use it to empathize and understand the depth of someone else's situation. And so um, when I do interact with my friends, I have learned to be comfortable with vulnerability, right? And so if I need to, I will tell them my story, right? And then I would apply whatever emotion, raw emotion was, you know, in that story and transfer it to a better understanding of their situation. And then we problem solve together, you know? Yeah. Um, I learned through my religion that there is an us for a reason, right? There isn't just a me, my, I, there's an us and there's an our, you know? Um, and that's important because human there's a reason why god made eve because adam couldn't do it on his own Mm -hmm. and you see that all throughout the biblical narrative that people we can't be good all on our own there's no concept of evil or good without there being any difference right but we also can't achieve the most beautiful moments in life all on our own and it may be through God, or it may be through another person, but it taught me that I, we all need companionship. And it is okay to feel pain, it is okay to be vulnerable, because there cannot be any good without any bad, right? And so I try to bring that perspective that I know it hurts right now, and you may want it to end now, but there's something for you to learn through all of this. And you can apply it to not just heal yourself, but to heal other people and to continue making other connections. How do you deal with regrets from your past? I reckon I kind of tell myself this thing because over the past few years, I've dealt with a lot of like mental health problems. And whenever I'm having flashbacks or something, you know, I remind myself, don't let this kill you, right? Do not let this kill you. There are times where I just feel I can't fight anymore because I'm reminded of just how much I failed, you know, over and over again. But I'm reminded that that is part of being human and that is part of my journey to becoming a better human being. When we are born, we're like blocks of clay, right? We are shapeless and we are absolutely nothing, right? But over time, we're molded. You know, and it takes force and it takes pressure. Um, And sometimes some uh, 
being shaped can, can involve, you know, more gentle touches and more forceful touches, you know? Um, and there's so many ways to be shaped as a human being because we're all blocks of clay, you know? And we all need, you know, different amounts of force in order to be shaped and become something beautiful, you know? Um, and that's just the process that unfortunately is now a part of life. It used to not be like that, but that's okay. And I'm reminded that I'm here for a reason. And just because I can't see it now, and just because it's not clear now, doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you can't see it does not mean it is not there. And I'm reminded of that um, when I, I, I fear, you know, that I, I, I might lose my self-control, you know? I might become a monster and, you know, and be less than human, you know? And I'm reminded that, well, you're still here for a reason, aren't you? You're not gone yet, you know? So, yeah, you might not be able to fight, and it's okay for you not to fight. Let God take over, you know? Because I wasn't, so I'm not supposed to do this all on my own. I'm, I'm not, I, I get tired of fighting because I'm not supposed to fight all the time. Sometimes you just got to be still. You need to be patient and just be. So how do you find your peace? Like, how do you get to that, like, state of mind? That is one of the things that's easier said than done. Um, how so? I'm a very emotional person, <laughs> and I think about things a lot. I look at a flower and I can't help but think about how it got there and like its story and it's like it's crazy you know um and I'm not always at peace because I'm always observe I'm trying to understand the world around me that's just that's what we're all trying to do you know right. and then when it comes to things that are conflicting or something that I have never experienced before it's very easy to overthink it and to get my mind racing and so it's it's not easy to obtain peace and that stillness um i try to read verses or i talk to someone i confront how i'm feeling right so if i'm feeling angry about something the first thing i do is that i admit that i feel this way i can't run away from the fact that i'm angry you know and then i think about well, why am I angry? And are the thoughts that's going through my head really what is good for me, right? Because mm-hmm. thoughts turn into actions. Actions uh, bring on consequences, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm very careful with where I let my mind go. I kind of have to, like, maintain that self-control. That's really good for you, you know, mm-hmm. to have, like, a clear mind, mm-hmm. you know, just really try and, like, control yourself. Because mm-hmm. especially, like, today in society, like... Yes make one wrong move like you snap out and now mm-hmm. you're just all this yeah. you're just a bad guy um so let me ask you this what led you to direct your life in a spiritual direction and know many mm. spiritual people yeah it would be easy for me to say i grew up in a spiritual uh household but okay. it wasn't always like that mm. there was a time where i hated god mm. with my entire being mm-hmm. i hated him because there was something that I didn't understand, right? I would, um, when I was a child, I had been abused for a period of time. I can't remember, maybe a year or two. And as a child having to go through those emotions, I was angry, more angry than a child should have been. I was scared. 
And I was confused because I was dealing with emotions that a child shouldn't have dealt with, right? And I've grown up hearing about this great God who could do anything. You know, I grew up saying song, you know, singing songs about him. And so I, I would like, I would pray to him, like, why don't you hear me? And why won't you save me? Because I hear about how great you are and you're not doing anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like this prayer where I, I was just like, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not following you anymore. Of course, over time, things got better. As I got older, I was able to look back at this situation and be like, God was helping you. It may not have been in the way that you wanted it to be, but it helps in the long run. You just need to be patient. Sometimes you have to choose to see it his way. You have to choose to be patient. You have to choose to be open-minded to the possibilities, right? So my pain that in my suffering wasn't for no reason. I still use that experience that uh, I went through when I was younger, even today. You know, it, it affected how I think and how I see things. And that is very important to who I am as a person. So all of that pain and confusion and anger was for a reason. But I didn't see it then, and that's okay. How would God want us to respond to aggression and things like terrorism? Um, there is this thing, this uh, biblical theme. I think it's in Daniel. It's called the way of the exile. Um, and it's when you do not show any hate, you do not show aggression, you show love towards your enemies. So if there was someone that hated me, you know, told me to that they want to hang me or whatever. I am not to respond in aggression. I am to respond in, but I love you, you know? And I know that sounds like a really stupid thing to do. Like, why would you do that? But the thing is, I think what God wants us to see is that we, there's a reason why bad things feel bad. It's because initially it was never supposed to be that way, right? So in order to heal what is broken, you have to seek unity, right? So for me to take an emotion like love that is selfless and the closest thing to perfect <laughs> that we could get, um, you, have to ch- you have to choose that in order to take what is broken and make it whole again. Does that make sense? So hate causes division. Well, love brings unity, right? It's like if you're in a dark room, well, how do you fix that problem? You take its opposite and you bring it into the situation, Mm. right? So in order for me to fix what is broken, that hatred, that unity, I mean, that division, sorry, um, I have to bring in the opposite idea to the situation. Um, And I think that is the thing that we're missing a lot of times is that it doesn't have to be this way, right? We all have the power to make a conscious decision to either allow the worst of us to consume us or to fight it and to be conscious of ourselves and our situation and do something that may not make sense in the beginning, right? But we have to try, you know? So would you say that um, putting in effort mm-hmm. is how someone could live to like their fullest potential? Mm-hmm. You believe that? Mm-hmm. For us to take to address a situation 
the way that God might have, right? It, it opens up a new world of possibilities. And people aren't very receptive to that because not only do some people believe in God and other people don't, it's also, well, I believe God is like this and I believe God is like that, you know? And we're all entitled to our own beliefs. And we're not willing to listen or humble ourselves to other people's uh, perception of reality, right? I'm Baptist Christian. And I've met people who are Muslim and people who are atheist. And there's always something universal that you can find somewhere, right? But I would never know that if I never sat down and had a conversation with them, right? There are ideas and concepts that are indeed universal, but we never discover them because we're not humble enough to sit down hey we're different but that's okay you know we fear difference and i think that's that's the really huge thing well thank you so much for letting yeah. me pick your brain a little bit <laughs> my pleasure this has been javier acevedo reed for the cedar falls tiger highline online signing off